ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages. It is your surely once again, the corporate security translator and the author of So You Want to Get Into Corporate Security, hanging out another awesome podcast with my very good friend, Al, uh, that I'm super excited about. So Al's got, got backgrounds on literally military, private companies doing stuff in the mountains of Nepal, saving people. Uh, he's been with big companies like Amazon, and now we get a chance to work at Facebook together. I'm really excited about uh, big time Al over here, man. Al, what's up, man? What's going on? No, nothing much, man. Just hanging out with Carlos, Just, you, know, you know, making that, it happen. That's how we do it. That's how we do it, man. Uh, later on, uh, and this one is for uh, Drew. Drew. You know, we're jumping in that jacuzzi. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's a man thing. We're going to have uh, cigars and a drink and everything else, so it's going to be great. But, uh, but I'm really pumped up, man. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad about all the stuff that we're going to talk about, all the sharing that we're going to do. Um, this, you know, this this podcast in particular comes from uh, comes from the, 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 it's going to be deep, man. I think it's going to be deeper than a lot of other podcasts because we're talking about corporate security might not be for you, which is an idea that we got from our friend uh, that I got from our friend uh, Greg Kevin. Big old um, G, love yep, him, love the, that guy. In the podcast that uh, we it's going to be coming out, I believe. No, it just came out. Just came yeah, out this it's week. Just we, came out. Just came out this week. So this is a good one because you know we we've had some deep conversations about this. But look, I'm going to shut up, man, because we got a lot to talk about here. We got literally right now it appears somewhere around 28 minutes and hopefully we'll be able to get all in there man yeah tell the folks about yourself my friend all you yeah man well thanks for having me carlos it's always a pleasure hanging out with you um so a little bit about me everybody uh so um you know i grew up in texas uh i'm i'm about to graduate high school i'm 18 uh you know played football i wrestled and what do you know wrestlers and football players in Texas do right when they you know before they graduate high school they go join the Marine Corps because you know half the Marine Corps is from Texas so so I did the same thing why why should I be any different than anyone right, else right? right I got a pole tradition right it's that's Texas right, that's right so I joined the Marine Corps reserves uh, eighteen um, you know I think I graduated and like two days later I'm I'm on the yellow footprints in San Diego getting yelled at by like three dudes with these big hats uh, you know lots of fun uh, it's like summer camp for adults right <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so I ended up uh, graduating boot camp, being an infantryman, as uh, O three fifty one anti tank assault man, um, and so you know. I did that for six years, cleaned a lot of stuff, uh, dug a lot of holes, yeah, um, yeah. ran a lot. Bro, you're living a life. Yeah, living the life. It's <laughs> it's like again, like summer camp for adults, right? Um, but uh, you know, I so after after my initial enlistment, uh, the first six years uh, in Marine Corps Reserves, I was also going to school, um, and I graduated college, Texas A and M University, in 2005. And um, I chose to take like a corporate job with uh, with IBM as right. a business consultant. So I did that for about a year. And, you know, a year into that, I just, you know, and keep in mind, everyone, like this was like the height of the Iraq war. Um, and I have buddies going overseas and right. some of them are dying, unfortunately, and some of them are coming back um, with injuries. And I'm over here in a corporate job. And I just kind of was like, you know, this just isn't really what I want to do. I want to I want to be out there with my brothers, you know, um, you know, serving the country and everything right. like that. So, um, you know, that kind of like that motivated me to go back in the Marine Corps. And so I, I took I took a commission in 2006, uh, took an officer commission, became an intelligence officer with the Marine Corps. Um, I did that for about 12 years and that included three deployments overseas, uh, two to Afghanistan, one to Iraq. Um and I did a lot of stuff stateside as well. Um, I got involved in, in a couple uh, special um, special units, uh, doing some special billets and things like that, which is great. Right. Um, great experience. You know, had nothing but 
but great things to say about all the Marines I worked with, uh, and even even uh, the sailors, airmen, and soldiers that I worked with. So, um, but ultimately, you know, I did I did twenty years total in the Marine Corps, um, and like anyone, and like a lot of people probably listening, you know, you get to that point where it's like, you know, either you either by by force because you know, you've hit service limits or your body's breaking down or, you know, the stress is just too much. Or, you know, I know like in my case, I have a family, right. And, and juggling family life and and military life for that long, it just takes a toll on you. And so you ultimately decide that you want to go move on to something else and and try something new. Um, and so actually in, in 20, I think 2013, um, I got accepted into the San Francisco police department. Um, and so I attended their academy. Unfortunately for me, it, it didn't work out. Um, I left the academy early. Um, and we can talk, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, after that, I, I kind of took some time to kind of find out who I was. Uh, you know, I had, I didn't have the military with me really anymore. And, uh, and I was kind of like just trying to figure out what that, what that next move is going to be. Right. Um, I ended up, ended up getting hired by a, a search and rescue startup. Like, uh, it was a, ba- a rescue insurance is the concept. It's a great company. A uh, great bunch of dudes is started by uh, t- uh, a former army ranger and a former seal. So it was a great fit for me. Um, working in like a, in like a startup corporate environment with a bunch of dudes that had the similar background as me. Yeah. So like that, that was in the, and, and we'll talk about that too, why that's important getting yep. around dudes who are, who are like, like you, right. Um, I did that for two years. Uh, like you mentioned, I did, I had, I had some awesome opportunities with that company. Um, you know, I got promoted twice in that company. Uh, I started off as an operations manager and I ended as one of the director of operations. Um, and you know, I did, a, I did, I got opportunities to travel to Nepal to do, to search and rescue operations there. Oh, dude, if anybody gets a, sh- gets a chance to see it, man, <laughs> you got to put out some of those cool pictures of you rescuing uh, people in the mountains. For sure. For man, sure. You sold me on that when I first met you. <laughs> All right, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, man. Go no, ahead. no, no worries. That, that those were definitely good times. Um, and then I, you know, I got to do a lot of stuff down in South America um, for the company and and you know business development. Also did some executive protection down there, and uh, and ultimately I got to kind of see the business side of things. Um, 2017, I think, is where where you and I first linked up at a little company called Amazon. Yep. Um, you know, so I was there with you at Amazon doing data center security there, and then uh, I decided that um, I wanted to to try a, something a little bit different. So I moved over to Lockheed Martin Space, and I was a I was a corporate investigator at Lockheed Martin Space for about a year, and then uh, Facebook came calling and uh, and picked me up as an investigations manager. So now that's that's what I do. Uh, that's what you to do. This day. That's, that's, that's what, what you I, do, that's, man. That's how I make what my a, money. What a what a career already, man. I mean, this these are big things and a lot of movements and a lot of big companies and doing a lot of big big deals. So if there is one person, uh, obviously that that can come into podcast and talk to a lot of the military folks about what it, what it takes to transition into some corporations, so on and so forth, that is you. But we you and I have had some 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 thoughts that hey, corporations and everything is is great, and and the pay the pay is great. You get a chance to take care of your family and a lot of them you have stocks you have uh bonuses multiple bonuses a year you have benefits i mean great. the benefits are incredible right for you and your family and everything else um but from what you and i have talked about in the past man there's there's a couple of things that 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 that's missing for you especially yeah absolutely. that's missing and uh, do you want to you want to kind of let's break that down a little bit man and talk sure. about the things that are missing for you in the corporate security world that that 
you know, every day you yearn for and you think about. So what are some of those things? man? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question, Carlos. Um, I would say like the, the, the first thing that hits me straight in the face uh, when we talk about this and, and all the time, it's so th- there's that there's that purpose driven career, right? A purpose driven lifestyle that I like to call it that I think um if you've been, if you've done any time in the military, been a cop, been EMS, been fire, you you have that sense of purpose. It's it's ingrained in who you are. I mean, you're told from the day you step into any of those academies or trainings, like this is what you do. I mean, we have like the the first responder community and the military community. We have yeah. such a great culture. Like when you talk about the the blue line or the red line or the green line, yeah. and you know sheepdogs. You know, we have we have a a culture unto ourselves, and it's really I think what really binds us together is that purpose driven um, lifestyle, purpose driven right. life. And I will say this that um, you, I don't think I think all of us who've done a lot of time in these in these careers, we really do take that for granted when you leave because it's not necessarily the case when you hit the corporate side. You're you're not necessarily gonna have a purpose-driven career. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business and right. businesses are there to make money. And, you know, the, what's more important than the actual, you know, the trade and, and, you know, the, the purpose behind what you're doing is making that bottom line, right. Make, making sure that that company is making money and you're not costing a company too much money. And, and that really, be, I think that that was, that was very apparent the first day I walked into the first company, uh, doing corporate security is, is there's a cost associated with everything. Yeah, absolutely. And, man. and you know, you don't, you, I can tell you from the, from the military perspective, some of the budgets that some of our, some of the units I worked with had was, it, it was almost like a bottomless pit of money. Yeah. Um, and that, and you know, despite what some of the perceptions are in, in government work that like corporations have mountains of money. That's not the case. I can tell you like it budget is real. Um, companies who want to be profitable and and make money, they are very, 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 very diligent with their money and they're not going to just spend it frivolously, especially on security. Um, you know, and, and a lot of times you'll find that because of that dynamic, the purpose behind what you're doing is, is kind of lost because that, that money is always the first factor a lot of times. Well, I'll tell you, man, the purpose driven life is, is a, is is a great book, but but with what you're saying, man, I'm pulling out mission. You know, when you're when you're in those fields, you know, I was a cop for a couple of years. And so I get it. When you're in those fields, man, everything is very mission driven. Yeah. It's purpose driven. You know, you know exactly the beginning, uh, middle and end, though. Sometimes the end is uh, it, it takes a lot of weird paths <laughs> to get there. But it's very mission driven. You have a group of folks that you rely on for your life and vice versa. Right. right? You have this team atmosphere, but that it, it's really I mean, as close as you could possibly get when you got bullets flying over you. I mean, you can't you can't you can't beat that. Uh, the adrenaline, yep. you know, of everyday life and what you're doing. But let's just focus on mission, man. Uh, one of the things that we talked about is that in the corporate security world, I think the mission that people are so used to coming from the military law enforcement, that gets lost somewhere. Like you, you don't absolutely. feel that, right? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like it's just it it's, it's not quite, it's not the same and it's not as clear. I guess the clarity is probably the, the, the biggest thing that, that I take away from it. Um, you know, security when you're in the military, it's like inherent in everything you do. Like you, you have to be secure. You have to do things properly or, or, you know, unfortunately people get hurt or they die. Right. Right. Um, 
and it's very clear because the the, the ramifications are real. The you know the impact right. to people is real. Yep. Um, but depending on the the company you go to, the corporation you go to, what field it is, like in tech, I mean, we like we work on the internet, right? Yeah. Um, likelihood of somebody getting hurt or or dying, you know, um, in the internet is exactly. is, is is low, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it, does it happen? Sure, but um, it's it it you know like. So that urgency, that sense of urgency that that like, hey, this is the the, the ramifications are real here. Right. It's not it's not necessarily as as a parent. Right. And and so I think that because the the consequences aren't as dire. Right. Um, sometimes that security mission like it's, it's not as clear. Right. And, and, and the, 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 you know, and you, you've heard this before, like there's an old adage is like, you know, when it comes to corporate security, like you're invisible until something, something goes wrong. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden, right. Right. all of a sudden everybody, everyone's asking where security is, well, you know, what's going on. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, then everyone knows what the mission is. Then everybody, everybody loves you and <laughs> everybody you, you, jumps like, on yeah, it, it's like, Oh, security, yeah. Yeah, call security. We, you know, like that's, but you know, if there's not an emergency and you can never really plan emergencies, you're just doing the day to day. And that, and I think that that is where a lot of people don't realize is that, that, that mission there, that mission focus is not going to necessarily be as clear as yeah. it is, you know, when it's directed to you by, you know, the law enforcement, military, uh, fire EMS. That's, that's one of the things that I see, man. One of the things that I see with a lot of folks coming from the military and law enforcement world is that they come in, they're excited about the gig. Uh, they're like, I'm going to be working with a bunch of people that probably understand me. And for the most part they do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, but there's something that that's amiss and we, Come in, we clock out, and we go home. Uh, right. And everybody goes to their sides, and it's kind of over. We're in the military. Everybody's around everybody the entire time. A lot of people are living in the same base a lot of times. Yeah. When you guys are out in the theater of wherever war you're fighting or whatever mission you're in, you know, you guys are together, hanging out at all times. You're joking with that camaraderie is continuous. Where in the corporate world, it's different. It's it is just different. It, it's different. I, I like, I like, like I was telling you um, in one of our talks, you know, the, the military uh, first responders, that's a lifestyle. That is a lifestyle. lifestyle. You, that's you the word. live that. You live that. Yeah. Uh, you know, like as a Marine, I know, I knew every, you know, for over almost 20 years, I knew Monday morning when I checked back in from my, my liberty, yep. um, I'm, I'm having a haircut. The right? Liberty. I got to have a haircut Monday morning. So Sunday night, I'm at the barbershop getting a haircut, right? I knew every Thursday in the Marine Corps, I'm cleaning something because that's when we clean everything before we head out on Friday. So, right. you know, this is 20 years of programming, um, you know, and, and it, it extends to the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you carry yourself, the way you write. I mean, there's so much so much programming that goes right, in into, into the lifestyle of being, you know, a first responder or, or a military person that it it became it, it's 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 who you are it's it's what you are right but corporate security is not the same i mean and and here here's what i also put out there which i think contributes to this you know in the corporate world guys don't your team may change every week it may change every month you have guys coming and going right right um and you know there is some of that flux in 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 other organizations like you know first responders and and military but it's not nearly as frequent as uh 
you know, as, as those other organizations that I mentioned in, and that's, you know, so you, you don't have the time to develop a team the way, you know, the, the close knit community that you do with, uh, with first responders and military. And so it's, it's just by nature going to be a different animal. It's going to be a different dynamic and different relationship. And if you're not, I think if you're not prepared for that, I know I wasn't prepared for that when I first came into right. security, um, you know, it, it, it is a little bit shocking because, you know what you end up doing is you end up ex- having really high expectations for people because right. you've you've held these expectations for your peers for so long and you you've seen it where you got the corporate security guy who's just angry all the time or he's grumpy <laughs> right. or he's negative right 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 and you and everyone's like why is that guy so bitter why is he so mad why is he so angry well, well this guy's holding people to standards that you know are unrealistic for the given organization right right so if you don't if you don't check that mentality and you don't recognize and accept what what that transition is going to do right. and where you're going and how that culture is going to be, I can tell you from, from I'm telling you from personal experience, uh, you'll be very disappointed with some of your coworkers yeah. and your peers and your managers, and you'll be very angry because you're holding people to standards that are just unrealistic. Oh man, listen, it, yeah, I, I, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And um, man, lifestyle—that you're right. It's a lifestyle thing, and and I'm glad you brought that back up because I totally forgot it from from when we were chatting. Yeah, it's all earlier. good, man. And and let me tell you something. There's something else that we talked about, and it's the sense of competition. Like in the corporate world, there's a sense of competition yeah. because you get you get graded in a way your compensation plan and and, and your performance reviews are done or who does pretty much the the most the the best the fastest right. and everything else it's almost like you're 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 just um doing tasks and whoever can do the best tasks the fastest tasks or whatever the case may be that's how you get graded where in the military everything truly is about teamwork because without yep. teamwork you can't get there law enforcement same thing you know when I was a cop we had we had seven in our squad man and seven that was that we lived for each other you know every day we were out there same thing in the military same thing in the federal gig same thing for the fire folks EMTs paramedics so you're in that little squad that little group but in the corporate world man there's this like competitiveness thing that literally turns what sometimes what you think would be good folks and by the way folks that came from the military and law enforcement there were good folks to work with all of a sudden you're sitting across somebody that's willing to throw you under the bus oh, yeah right like there's no tomorrow. i mean those it, things do exist it, right it, it happens i mean it happens more than i think people recognize uh, so here so like two things on that like number one um like you mentioned it earlier mission right i mean like military law enforcement first responders like the competition is getting the mission done. That's the competition because you're right. all you're all pretty much getting paid the same. You know, yeah, at least yeah. military. You know, unless you're a different rank, you're all going to get paid the same. Yeah, the the bonus is different in the corporate world. Yeah, for yeah absolutely. Like like the bonuses you get in the Marine Corps is like you might get an extra day or a, a, sorry, a couple hours extra of, of liberty <laughs> or like leave. Right. Right. Um, you know, like you might get to go home early. Like that's your bonus. Congratulations. Yeah, I got no know. bonus as a cop. They used to give us an extra day. off If we worked yeah. a lot in overtime, they couldn't pay us. So they're like, right. well, I'll give you half a day off or something like that. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> hey, at, le- at least, hey, you know, like you mentioned, like OG mentioned law enforcement. Hey, that overtime, man, at least you guys get the overtime. That's right. Like military guys, we're not getting any overtime. It ain't <laughs> happening. You know, like you're working Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving. You're not getting any overtime. None of know? that. None of that stuff, man. So, I mean, you, you know, so I think that's that's the, the competitive nature um, is it, I, I would tell anyone transitioning like the competitive nature is important. You need to keep that competitiveness. Right. But you need to focus it 
in different areas. And 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 that's I think one of the the nuances of the transition is understanding that you know instead of you know like yes you are going to work as a team you're still going to be a team but remember that everyone is running their own race it's not like when you're back in in a squad you know uh with your boys in the firehouse or you know in the barracks or you know in in the police department you guys are all running together you're running the race together right it's not you're running your own race when you hit the corporate world you know like so your career in the corporate world is really dependent upon you and how fast you want to move up. Yep. And the guy sitting across from you, he may be more motivated to move up than you are. And you got to recognize that. And you got to recognize that, you know, he may do things that back when he was a cop or back when he was, a uh, you know, in the military, he wouldn't have done because by nature, there was no incentive to do that. But right. now, now there's maybe 20000 30000 $40,000 yep. hanging over his head that he can grab. <laughs> That's right. You know, so it, it I, t- I tell people all the time, money will make people do some strange things. Believe me. Oh, hold on. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, the big money. The big money thing. Um, it, and I think you have to accept that, that, you know, you're running your own race, number one. And number two, um, there, and, and, and this this sounds a little crazy, but there's actually nothing wrong with that in the corporate world. It's actually part of the culture. You it know? is part I, of the culture. I mean, the, the, the harder you work, the more you drive, the more the impact you land, the more results you have. The, the company wants to retain people like that and they will pay them more money. And, and yep. that, that's something to understand. That's just, that's part of the that's the nature of, of a corporation or a business. Uh, they you know, the, the ones who perform the best get more money. After we said all of that, here's a disclaimer. Not every team in a corporation is like that. Not every that's group that's is true. like that. That's also a, true. However, it does happen. We got to bring it up because that's what we're doing. We got to be upfront and we got to be honest. That's what the that's what the podcast is all about. Is really introducing to the folks that are transitioning from the the military, law enforcement, emergency services, or the federal careers. That hey, it does happen. And and you know, you may work for a company that is freaking incredible. They understand you. They're there to support you and all. But you may work for a company that just does not get you. And the way that they're modeled to succeed is is definitely not one that will probably fit in well with the the military law enforcement folks, folks that are used to working in teams like that. So you got to do the background on the culture before you go and you get those. I ask a lot of questions. I ask questions of people that have worked uh, for those companies. They'll give you a lot of uh, honest answers, especially if they're no longer working for the company, um, which, you know, it's great and it helps out. I want to talk about feelings now, man. Yeah, feelings. Feelings. (laughs) Lots of feelings. Nothing more than feelings. (laughs) All right, my friend. Um, So, me personally, I'll start this way. Me personally, when I was doing corporate security, I would have bouts of where I literally mourned my law enforcement days. Yeah. I loathed. I shut the lights off mm-hmm. watching reruns of 1970s cowboy <laughs> shows. Um, I still do that. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to lie. I still do that. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Just, you know, I get off work, turn on the TV, you know, eat ramen noodles and yep. kind of go away. But because I kept on thinking of what it used to be. Right. And I miss that feeling and I miss the team and I miss and I yearn for that till today. Till today I have that. Now I'm a little older. I have a family. I have a kid. I have a career that they you know, thank God almighty it's 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 done well for me. Right. But man, I still have some downtimes where I, I just 
I don't, I don't, I know that we've talked. We talked about this a lot. And I'll let you talk about kind of feelings. Yeah, feelings. Right? I mean, I think, so just from my experience with this, um, and yeah, I mean, obviously you and I have talked about this a lot um, in the hot tub with cigars. In the hot tub with cigars, Uh, man. uh, I mean, I don't think that feeling ever goes away for anybody out there. Um, If you've, if you've been in that high stress, high speed, adrenaline filled environment, um, I will say it, it is like a drug. It feels amazing when you're doing it. Um, but then you have that down, like that crash when you're not doing it. And, um, when you've been doing it for so long, it is, it is difficult to, to not chase the dragon. I mean, I've done it myself many times and I've had crazy ideas, crazy midlife crisis <laughs> ideas. Um, just being honest with everyone. Oh, I mean, man. and, and me and Carlos have talked about it. I mean, I don't think it ever goes away, but I think what you have to do to get through that is one rec- You have to recognize openly to yourself that those days are over. Like, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that they're over. I mean, you you did what you had to do. You you did you hopefully you did your best and you did a great job and right. and everything everything went well. Um, and and you can reminisce and and remember the the great days. I mean, I, I still talk to a lot of my Marine buddies. Um, you know, from twenty years ago almost. You know, I, I ran into a buddy I went to boot camp with right. uh, last year down at Camp Lejeune, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen this guy in like twenty years. We're in boot camp together, and we recognized each other, and we, you know, we talked, and we had a we had a great time, had a great talk. Um, but you also have to recognize, like you mentioned, like you have responsibilities now. You, you know, you have family, you have other things. Um, and for me, you know, like. I got to find something that fills that void because it is going to be a void. And I think if you don't, if you don't acknowledge that, like when you transition, when you leave whatever organization you're, you're coming from, you're going to have a void. Cause like I mentioned earlier, it's a lifestyle. You can't just change your lifestyle. And then all of a sudden think that there's not going to be some type of impact to your life. Like there's going to be an impact to your life. Um, but it's, do you choose to, how do you choose to fill that void? Do you, do you booze out? Do you, like you mentioned, do you lock yourself in a room and disassociate from people or maybe like you do what I try to do, you know, like before COVID, of course, go to a jujitsu gym, right? Uh, Get around, get around some dudes who were maybe, maybe, maybe cops now or former cops and get around dudes who are like you, you know? Um, and, and, and crack stories, tell jokes, you know, like talk about the good old days, you know, rekindle that bond with, with, with those guys that, that, you know, have, are living that life now or have lived that life. Right. Yeah. And, and, and do that, you know, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, and I think the other thing is like, we, like the, the military in general does a really bad job in my opinion of when you leave the service, we, we, if, if you didn't get your 20 years in, we like, we, we make it sound like it's a failure for not doing 20. Right. Like you even, even the police departments at times, like, oh, well, same you, thing. you didn't get your pension. Yo, you're a loser. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's like the completely wrong attitude. You, to you have. didn't get a retirement badge. Yeah. It's like, it's, that's, it's like the completely wrong attitude to have when right. it comes to, to transitioning. Like you, like you should be looking at it as like, okay, look, I'm crossing one phase of my life. I'm crossing the bridge right. from one phase to the next phase, right? And and so I'm I'm leaving one, you know, one opportunity for a newer opportunity because of something in my life and 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 it's going to be better for me, right? And so I think if you I think if you it, it's it's how you you approach that transition. And I know some of you guys out there like 
it happens where you were forced into retirement or, you know, potentially you were were sent away from, from your department for whatever reason. I get that. You know, I mean, it's, that's not a fun feeling to have. And there, there's going to be a a feeling of regret or longing there. Um, and probably some, some negativity towards the, uh, the institution, but like, don't focus on the negativity, focus on the positive stuff because there is light at the end of the tunnel. There's life after the military life after law enforcement. Absolutely. And and it can be a great life. It can be a really great life. Oh yeah, man. And look, and I've heard this before and I'll, and I'll finish with this thought. I I had a military buddy of mine. that used to work for me one time and uh, I had the same conversations that I had with you. And one thing that he told me that, that kind of, I, I got it. He goes, man, um, I wasn't ready to leave. They made me leave. Right. You know, I didn't I didn't I didn't go deep into why they made him leave. But, you know, we all if you've been around a business for a long enough time, you know that it's either health or you didn't get to the rank that you're supposed to get within a certain amount of time. Or there was too many people at the time. We weren't doing anything. We weren't involved in a war or anything like that. So it was time to downgrade. You know, all all these things happen. Right. All these things happen. Tons of reasons. So feelings, man, that, you know, that's deep. And and if you are, if you are trying to transition from the military, law enforcement, emergency service or the federal gigs and you have this yearning all the time and you love what you do a lot of times because when you get to the corporate world you are not going to be kicking down doors when you get no, to the corporate world not you, you're not going to be chitty chitty bang bang with a bunch nope. of guns and stuff like that <laughs> you know that's not just not what we do right there's not going to be AR-15s no, or no. M4s or whatever they can, you know shotguns my old Remington 870 to all my police folks Those out there days are over Those days are over so if you that's your lifestyle because you talked about lifestyle that's where you live every day the corporate world will not give you that will not give you that so so law enforcement might be a way to go so if you're getting out of the military 10 years 15 years or something like that even 20 years i I went i went sal man this one's for you sal i went to police academy with a guy that was in his 40s all right he was uh, our class president the the best shape he was like mr florida bodybuilder (laughs) swear to god mr florida man Uh, i I believe you i believe you and yeah salvatore giaraffa it was super Italian, by the way. He's the guy that he's the guy that taught me. There he is. There he is. Anyways, uh, love Sal. But you know, you 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 have those folks, man. Got out, did his thing. Boom, police academy. That, that was for him. Yeah. So that worked out. But look, we're coming up right on thirty minutes, man. I we're gonna close this out. We're definitely gonna have to do this again. This has for been sure, great, man. man. But I need you to leave the folks, man, with one thing. Yeah. If they're transitioning from the military, law enforcement, emergency services, or the career, the federal careers, man, and they want to get into corporate security world leave them with one thing all right i'd say have a plan have Have a plan plan. don't don't skimp the plan i mean you plan i know all the all the marines out there you guys always plan everything you you over plan you you plan how to go to dairy queen and get a sunday Um, cops i know you guys have a plan when you're going out on patrol fire guys i thought you were about to say donuts Uh, hey hey. that's part of the plan get them donuts before we hit the streets (laughs) uh Fire guys are the same thing. When you come to a house, it's on fire. You got a plan. That's right. EMS guys, same thing. You get a patient. You you know what you're going to do with them. Don't try to transition without a plan because you don't do that in your professional life now. Right. Don't don't try to transition without a plan because that's like you're gonna you're not going to be successful. It's not. I trust me. There there's just right now there's just too much competition out there. 
So the guys with the plan and the guys who are planning how to get into corporate security and, and listening to people and talking and making the connects, they're going to make it. So, yeah. so have making a plan. The connection. I always, everybody always goes back to making a connection. That's right. Man, Al, thank you very much for uh, spending us, uh, spending a little time with us, Absolutely. man. Opening up your heart, my friend. My heart, man. You know, we talked about purpose, mission, just uh, the lifestyle of it, the competition uh, that that's in the corporate security sure. world compared to, to the, to the brotherhood and sisterhood in the military that's and all right. the other ones. And, um, that's why, by the way, that's why law enforcement might be for you. Yeah. Maybe not corporate security. So it's a great field. I mean, law enforcement's a great field. I, I would, I would highly recommend looking at it. Um, look at both. I mean, look at both and, and get all the data points, right? Yep. Like, like get, get all the information from, you know, the law enforcement departments in your, in, in your area, Look at the job, you know, the corporate security jobs in your area and then make a decision, make an informed yep. decision. That's it. That's it. Well, listen, for me, everybody out there in the world, the corporate security translator and the author of So You Want to Get Into Corporate Security. I want to thank you for coming out and uh, and everybody else out there. Thank you. Thank you for listening all the way through the podcast. There'll be more podcasts coming out. Sit back, relax, enjoy the rest of the evening, morning, afternoon, whatever you are. My buddy and I here, we're about to have some cigars, cigars. in a jacuzzi, in a my jacuzzi. friend. And uh, I'm excited about way, that. Thank you very <laughs> much for coming out, everybody in land, uh, out there in, uh, in the web land. Stay care. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.